everyone my name is yashna and i'm kalpana welcome to the worth of our opinion podcast we are indian postgrads in psychology one among those that actually can't read your mind we share our experiences and conflicts of the world the other and the self now our content is not limited to the field that we're studying we value listening with the intention to understand and on this podcast we share perspectives in a real meaningful and simple way but before we begin a little disclaimer We are going to be talking about so many topics on this podcast and when we're talking about them when we're in that zone of flow we may not be aware of the generalizations we may be making at that moment we believe that there are exceptions that exist for everything and we would like to take full responsibility for all that we share and speak about So welcome everyone. Today on our podcast, Yashna and I really really wanted to talk about everything related to friendships and the people, the friendships that are healthy, friendships that are toxic, people that are not so great. And these experiences and and what we share today are based solely from our personal experiences. Either um either we've personally experienced them firsthand or people we know have experienced them. So it's in relation to our lives. Otherwise like what well, you could find whatever about friendships on the internet but what makes this podcast so special to us is because it's central to what we experienced. So if we're missing out if we're missing out on some points that you think are valid and you would have liked to listen to, I would just invite you to know that these are just what we experienced. Okay. Since we're um, also going to be talking about, you know, not so great peeps and all all of them. Yeah. I would also like to talk about how do you identify someone um who is for lack of a better word toxic and how do you identify you kalpana how does kalpana identify someone who is toxic drawing from your own experience do you have uh, of a certain characteristics that turn you off when it comes to um friendship and do you have people who you can obviously not not naming them but do you have people in your lives who are toxic and you moved away from that relationship or mm. friendship well um the only kind of toxic people i had in my life was back when i was in primary school huh. but again like i can like see i know it's quite young but be, beyond that like i think um, i didn't have toxic friendships but i had a lot of things that really put me off about friendships which is things that we'll cover later on in the podcast but hmm. going a little bit on how what what i had um in back in 5th grade which are st- things that maybe we can see now in people who are much elder yeah the constant putting down you know the constant belittling of experiences that i've had back when i was a kid you know it was it, it was a lot and like i think towards the end um i think most of my school life i didn't have you know great friends you know the the really amazing friends i made it was not in school hmm. it was with the communities that my parents were part of yeah you know and so in school it was so crucial i spent so much of my time there so many of the girls would just call me uncool call me all of these names and specifically some friends two to three friends would literally the moments i was happy they'd come and tell me things like yeah but like you're not that great i mean like yeah but like you don't fit in hmm. you know but you're not that, you're not that cool yeah. and you know you're you're really fat and stuff like that and so those things were just piercing and in the end right right before i was moving to india and things are getting 
good. I had friends, like people, I know they were probably pitying me and they were talking to me, but they were still talking to me. Different people. Now, when this happened, the hmm. same girl who would talk, you know, you know, bleep about me, right? She would come up to me and she's like, you know, the girl that you're talking to in your group actually was happy that you're leaving America and going to India. And I'm like, at that point, I remember, right? Like I could see that, you know what? She's just trying to manipulate the way I feel about myself. And at that moment, as a kid, as a 10 year old, I was like, listen, I don't care. You know, I'm going, I'm leaving. And I'm just, it's okay. I don't care what other people think because I know that you've done this consistently. So for me at age of 10 to be able to break yeah. out of that and, and kind of move out of that was quite revolutionary. I remember it till date. I don't know. I hope that gives you some kind of context. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So the um, I have a like set of characteristics that I've named for separate people mm. and obviously not going to name them not going to and this is not just from my experience this is from other people as well yeah. like something that you can easily find in a classroom or in a group setting hopefully you're not in these group settings but yeah they're they're quite um vividly visible in in like group settings so there's there's one type of a relationship where there's a taker and there's a giver and there's the 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 taker always takes stuff from the other people they're also called users but but that's like a little um harsh <laughs> so i just i just i just said take a giver relationship so if there is someone in your life who is always taking from you and this needn't be something materialistic this can be even time this can be even effort this can be even love if there's someone who's going to keep taking from you keep taking from you and they're not going to give something back to you and they're not the givers and you're the only one who's giving and you're not the one who's being able to take things from the relationship then you're probably into like you're probably in one toxic relationship there have been cases where you know friends keep you know using the other person mm. going back to the not use uh, not using the user's word um, they gravitate towards people who are more often willing to help them and they dominate conversations they only contact the giver only when there's only when it's convenient for them and you know they have no boundaries whatsoever they will come mm. and talk to you about things that are not supposed to be um, disclosed in like a group setting or you know in a class mm. setting they'll just come and they'll be like this happened in your house i know about it and they'll just uh, blurt it out in front of the class and they they exploit loyalty from the giver and in in uh, not so um, great okay. words they're manipulators and so this is a take or give a relationship and i'm okay even in the family there are people who are always the givers in the family and there are people who are always the takers so yeah, any yeah. give or take or relationship that you have you're probably in one toxic relationship do you have any any thoughts on that i do like um even if you're looking at generally right in general friendships, toxic or not, there's an element of mutuality that I hold as core in any friendship. I think the only unconditional love for me comes from 
healthy parenting, you know, like that, like, that's the only kind that I believe that, you know, in from my experience that that's the only kind where mutuality depends on on how your parents value you and how they bring you up. So that's something I hold. So that's different. But with with regards to friends, and everything else, right? Yeah, mutuality matters to me. And and there is a theory that backs this up called the social exchange theory, which I just came across like a while ago. Uh, it was by um, George Homans. He talks yeah. about that the relationships that we enter into, be it any kind of relationship, we, hmm. I don't know, consciously or subconsciously, I don't know what he meant, but we always look at the risks and benefits of engaging in that friendship. Now, what, Absolutely. how, how, what kind of value are we getting out of this friendship? And, and that's what exactly where I, that's what came up for me when you spoke about this, that mutuality is extremely important. People will say you shouldn't expect, you shouldn't this, and you shouldn't that. I agree. Yeah. You shouldn't hold expectations yeah. that tarnish the relationship, but you should also set your boundaries and also communicate to your friend that, okay, this is what I really like. And this is what I don't like. This is what I value. This is what I don't value. Speaking of value, right? Like in the giver mm. and taker relationship, mm. right? One of the biggest things that helped me realize, I don't know, I don't really know if I was in a give or take relationship, but generally speaking, is that I always asked, okay, how is this person contributing to my life? You know? Absolutely. And this isn't in a reductionistic sense. Even if I enjoy her presence around me, yeah. her presence is positive, his presence is positive, that yeah. is also a value. It doesn't mean how much is this person giving me? How much is this person caring for me and all that? Do I value her? And is she valuing me a little bit? You know, even if the mutual respect is a little lesser than closer friends, at least if it's mutual for me, that is enough for me to sustain a relationship because there's mutuality and there's value. So that's what I think when you're talking about that. I completely agree with the mutuality point. And that's something I in a way expect in any sort of relationship that i am in so um so yeah mutuality is a very very important point okay so the other type of people that you yeah. usually find are though i don't know how to frame this in a very you know sophisticated manner but the two words that i mm. that i came up with are the fakers or the copycats interestingly they have a fragile sense of self and um, and these are the people who are most likely to befriend people with low self-esteem and i know that sounds a little um you know if if you're in a fake or copycat relationship you're probably gonna like, i don't have a low self-esteem but like yeah and say for example i'll say that you know i i love ice creams i hate chocolate and uh, so they are also going to be like i i love ice creams i hate chocolate they're just gonna copy everything that you do to be who you are or be at your level or be better than you if if that's possible when this happens you are going to get like the person who's friends with a copycat the the other person is going to feel very very insecure yeah very insecure and very scared to do anything that's going to exhibit your talent and and me i've i've been in a fake or copycat relationship i've had friends who are fakers or copycats and there have mm. been times where i've stopped doing something i like because i know people are just going to copy whatever i do and i've i've written a blog about this as well that time when when i wrote the blog i was coming from a very vulnerable place like you know 
and there was this one lady on my blog she commented she she commented a huge paragraph the way she said it and i know it sounds very simple when i put it but you know just look at it as as a form of flattery and they're not going to to be able to uh, sustain whatever mm. they're copying and that's something that i want to bring in to the people who feel like you know there are other people who are copying me and they're doing just what i was doing when it comes to people who are copying you or are faking whatever their mm-hmm. their true uh, feelings are towards you what what can i what can you, i ask you something before we move on to the faking yeah so regarding copying right like how do we how can we tell you know like how 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 are you able to tell that you know this is not genuine i get the sense that you know they're trying to do this because it's probably in competition with me versus them doing it f- about of their own whatever so how were you able to discern you can see the genuine you can feel the genuineness from that person when it comes to hey ashna i love what you're doing i want to try to do the same thing can you help me and that is and the other thing is hey ashna this is what i did i you, your grammar is a little weak my mm-hmm. grammar is better look at my blog yeah cuz things like this are like they they make a lot of sense but there are things that we can only subjectively feel exactly. so this is where the concept of trusting ourselves and also being sure about what we feel yeah. and also keeping close attention on these kind of people is what matters and also from what you're saying i think it it matters on the kind of vibe you get okay are they wanting to become better or are they wanting to become better than you yeah. you know Yeah. And that's when you know there's there's the element of competition. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. When it comes to the fakers, um you they're going to be very negative about whatever you do. And I I don't know uh, how to put it in an English TV show concept because I haven't seen this in an English TV show. But there was this mm. Hindi uh, TV show called um, Shararat, and then uh, they had there was this one girl who who was called Pam, and she had two chum cheese, and uh, so those are the fakers. Those are the people who are always mm. going to be yes men, and they're always going to be there. But oh, I love what you're doing. This ah. is amazing. Even if you're doing the wrong thing. and sometimes it may come from a perspective of you know genuineness you can feel that it's uh, not genuine mm. and when it comes to fakers they are going to do that with everyone around you it's not just you that they are faking with they are going to be yes men with everyone around you who are mm. they like so like are you saying that not having their own set of beliefs and values and opinions for themselves exactly but molding molding the way they talk based on who they're talking to they are very fluid is is what yeah. i was getting at and and for example when it comes to you know not having their own sets of beliefs say i am an atheist you you are a person who is very spiritual kalpana yeah. <laughs> and uh, so when it comes to spirituality we have different opinions on on one particular concept i'm not going to be fluid and i'm not going to mm. be a yes man and say oh my god i, mm. I love god god is something that i'm mm. very much in love with and you know i've read all these spiritual books and have you read this book have you read that book so these fakers that are that that you see around those are the people who they are they are the people who are fluid they are the people who don't have the sets of beliefs that uh, you know that they stand for i'd also like to add it's completely very important 
to be aware aware of being in a toxic relationship and speaking of awareness there are toxic mm. people who don't know that they are toxic there are there are people who are unaware that they are toxic and these are the people who hurt you unintentionally more than the users more than the fakers more than the takers and more than the copycats i feel like being unaware is is the better kind of toxicity and do you can easily come out of you know being an unaware toxic friend by just being aware that you're a toxic friend and stop doing the behavior that you were doing so okay there are three three ways to respond to a toxic relationship one was um ghosting them so what you do is you stop texting them you stop uh, replying to their dms you stop uh, call, picking up their calls you stop meeting them if you have the option of meeting them you stop doing everything that you were yeah. doing with that person and you completely ghost them and mm-hmm. it's very it's it it further complicates the situation because either you'll have to go back and say sorry for ghosting them or you'll have to go back and and explain the situation which you didn't want to do in the first place because that's why you ghosted them so it's very it's not the method that you should choose you should, that's something that complicates the matter even more it's better to speak it out and you know explain it and then move away from the relationship so ghosting is something that you know people usually do or what they do is they yell at them they 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 just go and the second option was they just go to the person who is being toxic and they just scream their lungs out they just be like this is this is all that you've been doing to me this is who mm. you are this you're such a bad person you're this you're that you're blaming them you're you're putting all your feelings onto them they may or may not be aware of their uh, of the fact that they're toxic so if they are not aware that they're toxic there is going to be like how rude is she to come and you know yell at me and so yelling also doesn't help it's it's very very mm. ineffective it's it's it i don't know it makes it very it, it's not really like yashna when you're saying this when you're saying this it's not going to get you what you really need exactly exactly so there are people who you know just go and yell at them so that's also proven to be ineffective like what what's yeah yeah you're obviously going to yeah. gain that sense of catharsis and you know you're just going to release all your emotions but after you've done that after that 15 minutes yeah. of yelling what next there's nothing next that person's not going to come back and talk to you you're not going to be explain uh, you're not going to be able to explain why you were yelling at them in the first place that's it you just yelled at them and the relationship is over there's no you won't get closure yeah and all there is in that moment is just a lot of pain exactly you know exactly so the second thing also doesn't help so um, the third thing that the person can do is uh, something that i have tried recently and it's something that has to do with explaining where you're coming from explaining the feelings to the other person who's toxic and this has to be done with the utmost care and regard for the other person and i know yeah. that it's very difficult for you to look the other way and say uh, you know it's okay that you've done these things these things but they are people they are individuals they are human beings at the end of the day and you have to make sure that you value them as a human being 
and you bring in the element of humanity when you talk to them so how you would like to do this yeah. is you can you can you can explain your situation to them you have to be completely honest you have to be you have to tell them that you know this is how i feel and remember there's this there's this element of this is how i feel and i'm not blaming it on them this is not this is what you did and you're a bad person i'm not asking you to do that i'm telling you that this is the situation that we were in and this happened and when you did this i was affected this was this was something that affected me this was something that you know i was bothered with it's okay to be honest about what you were feeling and you know how you were feeling in that in that situation but you have to be soft about it you have to again bring in the element of humanity into this there are going to be situations where there where there is going to be drama but if you are talking to them gracefully if you are talking to them softly mm. there is a possibility that you can get out of this relationship with little or no drama and uh, it's better to do it in person you can be like listen i need to talk to you i need at least half an hour 45 mm. minutes with you and explain the situation to them and be like listen this is what happened in this situation be specific be specific about where and what hurt you and tell it to them and tell them that this affected me and i'm and uh, i just wanted to share this with you and sometimes they will understand where you're coming from they'll understand that you know it it's something that affected you very uh, massively and they will either apologize or they'll be like they'll probably want to do something to make up for it and if that person is not matured enough if they don't understand the impact of how much it affected you they are probably not going to want to talk to you anymore but but this 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 conversation that you have with that person should act as a closure for you you should speak to them you should tell them what you want to tell if they want to further continue the relationship that's up to them mm. but if they don't want to continue the relationship keep honesty as a parting gift be like i'm honest with what i wanted to say i've done my bit they don't want to be in a relationship anymore fine so um before like i have so many things i want to just say about what you just shared that were just so valuable to me you know and and one thing i believe in honestly is that just because you're angry about something it doesn't make you right you know it doesn't it doesn't justify that okay you're not in the wrong <laughs> And I think that's so important to understand because so many times where I was angry, I'd be like, yeah, since I'm angry about it and I'm just pissed off about it, it makes me more right. And that other person owes me an apology. So what I invite all of us to do is just introspect on places where we could have done wrong. One scenario, notice where you could have done something that would have led the other person to feel really disconnected or abandoned or angry themselves, you know, and it's not, it's not all about you in, in some scenarios. So like take time and connect to yourself because everyone behaves in ways that meets what they really want in life these values that we have right feeling belonged feeling loved and wanting to matter wanting to care you know and and needing some consideration from people when we're expressing ourselves it's important to also understand like yashna said go with the utmost compassion when we're asserting what we want and how we feel you know we will never be liberated emotionally right like we won't have that emotional freedom of expression until and unless we also care about the comfort of other people when we're talking to them does that make sense absolutely and so 
Like, basically, that's what I mean. We cannot have emotional liberation if we are not considerate of another person's needs as well. And this is something that Marshall Rosenberg talks about, my favorite psychologist of all time. And so that's something I highly resonate with a lot. And going forward, when we take time to actually connect to ourselves, the very act of expressing what we're needing can be really cathartic, but healthily, you know? You reach that tenderness in your heart automatically, that rage, the anger that you usually talk with, right? Or, or the assertion that you put on your needs, it melts away and you automatically stay so vulnerable with yourself that it's so beautiful to explain to another person. And when you connect to that, that other person will also connect to that because these things are universal. These needs that we have aren't things to reduce us, but they're things that are life enriching. Absolutely. I have two two things to add. One, when it comes to um, disclosing your feelings, you know, making the other person aware of what you're feeling, I'd also like you to understand that even if you're even if you've been mistreated, it's not right to retaliate with the same behavior. That's something that you should not engage in. And number two, I highly recommend all of you to please go watch this YouTube video of Sharon Livingston. This, this is a TED talk. She talks about eight signs of toxic friendships that you can see. And she also talks about how you can come out of it and what you should do. Um, I would also like to say that say that you've moved out of a toxic relationship and you're like now what what do i do after this um this is the time i want you to invest in yourself i want you to love yourself more for lack of a better phrase the the fact that you respect yourself enough to do the things that are fun to do things that are enriching which are really good for yourself this is the time you invest in yourself and this is the time you give yourself to become a better person yeah, like i think along those lines like if and if there are conflicts that go unresolved that no matter how much you try like it can't go back to the way it was and in, and for some reason the friendship is discontinued it can be extremely painful after you introspect after you think okay is there anything i could have done you know, or, or like just being honest with yourself. And in spite of being extremely vulnerable with the person you're in conflict with, it still doesn't work out. Then that is something that is something that I think indicates to us that it's time for us to kind of move forward. And honestly, even if the person did you wrong, right, always know that forgiveness isn't for another person, it's for you. And, and this is again, another cliche quotation, but time does heal. I'd also like to add that, um, there are things that we all could have handled yeah. better and if you're one among the people who think that you know um th there is one situation i wish i handled better just go talk to that person about it tell them that you know this is what i feel right now mm. i should have handled this better i'm sorry i didn't and is there anything i can do you know even if it's something that happened 10 15 years back just go say sorry that, you know, this happened. I'm sorry I reacted this way. I wish I could have handled better. Mm. And is there something I can do? The mere act of saying sorry could help that person. Maybe, maybe there are people who are still struggling with what happened in school. And it, it, it sometimes takes a lot of time to heal with something that happened in your childhood or in your school life. 
so if there's something like that that you've done and if you want to say sorry to someone just go say sorry you're not going to lose anything by saying sorry yeah yeah and it's really important here to just give a lot of compassion to yourself because under a lot of i mean on the surface there's a lot of toxicity but in the in underneath there's a lot of pain that could be possibly there a lot of pain a lot of insecurity and for people who either meet like no people who are toxic or people who are toxic whatever you are just knowing that the actions are on one level but what you're really needing and what what's really painful is another thing and and to give yourself that kind of love is extremely important so this concept of self love isn't limited to um the people who are getting out of a toxic relationship it's for people who are also feeling that they're not their best selves when they're behaving with other people or when they're interacting with other people and i think that's really important thank you all for joining us today we would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on today's episode and since we're also new at this we welcome feedback and constructive criticism please feel free to email us at the worth of our opinion at gmail.com and since yashna always tells me to spell it out it's t h e w o r t h o f o u r o p i n i o n at gmail.com if you have any questions or ideas that you would like us to answer or cover in the next episode or if you have book recommendations that you would love for us to check out do send us an email about that as well we post podcasts on the 10th 20th and 30th of every month so we'll see you then bye bye